Welcome, welcome back to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. We are so happy that you are tuning in with us today. We are back up in here. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. And we are just marching through this series. We are super excited about this. Has this series been blessing you, babe? It's been a blessing, yes. Awesome, yes. awesome. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about baggage claim. And this time yes. our subtitle is what, babe? Relationship baggage. Relationship baggage. Oh, Relationship hold baggage. on to yes, your britches, yes, right? Lord, hold yes, on. Lord. We about to get get deep with this one yes, um, about yes. relationship baggage that we all carry. If you have not had the opportunity, please go back and check out the one, the startup of this series, which we talked about was our childhood baggage that we all have a past. Um, hey, shucks, if a kid is two minutes old, they have a two minute past. Everybody has a past, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that we bring into our marriage that has shaped us and molded us into who we are today. And we bring, we bring, we go into our marriage and it's how we receive and how we give love. So it's just showing you those, you you know, things that we bring into our marriage and how to keep communication open in our relationships to, to handle these things because we, we all bring in something. Um, this is based off of a, we, we just did recently did it and we just wanted to, we did it as a ministering opportunity and we just wanted to do it on our podcast and talk and discuss it even more further yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah for definitely, sure. definitely. For sure, yeah. Well, before we get started, we'd love to always start about what was our date night. Okay, our date night is that we dropped our daughter off for her um, singing rehearsals, and um, we stole away and and went to Panera Bread. Panera Bread, real simple, and um, just kind of catching up with each other and eating some pretty much healthy food. I mean, not too bad. wasn't no fried food, but um, just the conversation and everything, and just kind of prepping for the end of this quarter and getting ready for quarter one, you know, and getting prepped for that. So we're super excited about that. It's just spending time with each other. Spending that quality time at QT. QT. Yes, QT. So, all right, babes, let's dive into this relationship baggage. Um, What you got? What you got? We're going to be very simple with this. Very very, very transparent. Because we got, we got, we got a lot of, we have a lot of, uh, What's your slogan, Ray? I'm sorry to cut you off. A R T. What's your slogan that you live Authentic, by? real, and transparent. Yes, that's it. Let's work do of, it. Work of art. Work, work of art. Work of art. So no, you know, relationships are very near and dear to us. Um, we we you know, if you talk to anybody that know us, we're very relational. What you see is what you get. <clears throat> we don't we don't we don't fluff. Put on airs. Put on airs. We don't do that. I, I don't know how to do that. That's 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 hard to do. I, as a matter of fact, I think heard a guy. And Rick was at. He actually did a message called, uh, um, uh, what do you say? It says, uh, stop being fake because real, what do you say? Be, be real because fake is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Be real because fake is exhausting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to be fake. I, you know, I, matter of fact, when I'm around fake people, I tend to get a little, little like, I, I cringe. <laughs> I get, it's cringe worthy, but I, but I get uptight. I don't like being around, uh, you know, just, Fake people, fake people because you know people put on airs and you know where I come from my mother my mother always taught me to be real my dad they were real people just being around my wife we, we're real people um her wife my wife's family's real we're real mm-hmm. and so we just like to be we like like to be around real people that just I just like to you know just to let my hair down I got I'm bald here I was gonna say what hair you like I like I like, I like I like to just relax and chill <laughs> and just be me if I can't be me then I, I need to leave <laughs> and yeah. so and so that's the thing about relationships and so relationships you know, I always say this 
uh, friends come a dime a dozen, but relationships last a lifetime. And so, yeah, you, you got friendships that that um, that do that come a dime a dozen. Yeah, yeah, they, you know. But you know, when I talk about friendships, I mean okay. those people. That's those people that's with you through thick and thin. I got one or two people on my hands I can actually mm-hmm. so that. But relationships can, can last a lifetime based on the kind of relationship you have. You know, you might have a relationship where you're just associates, and you just say, "Hey, what's up." But you got those relationships where you kind of you kind of eat with them and kick it. But you got a relationship that like, look, this is my dog. This is who I. This is my dog. This is my ride or fly. This is just who I connect to. They accept me for all my flaws, everything I bring to the table, and they accept me for who I am. But the biggest thing is, you don't want a person to in a relationship. You don't want their mess to become your drama. Am I saying that right? You don't want their drama to become your emergency. Their emergency become your drama. Yeah. Drama become your emergency. You don't want nobody's drama to become your emergency. And so when you got takers in your life and not givers, what happens is you're you're trying to draw from each other and pour into each other as far as relationships. But then when you when you when you when you don't have somebody to who's always taking, 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 but don't want to give, that that can suck you suck you dry too because by the time you reach your destination, you're gonna be you're gonna be flat a flat tire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and so you need to be around somebody when they you know they can connect with people when they when they leave when when they uh when you leave their presence you want to feel recharged i like to be around people that i'm leaving like charged like yeah you know and you know I want, I, that's the kind of people i want to be around i want to be around people that are smarter than me right so so i can grow and 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 and, and, and they can challenge you know challenge me in areas well see that's a, that's <coughs> a good way to look at it having positive relationships in your life but a lot of times when you come into a marriage people don't have good relationship past relationships they've been in divorces and they've had um they've had best friends betray them you know they dealt with betrayal all these things that people are bringing into relationships it would be nice if we could do that and have um that would be that's that's ideal yeah but a lot of us have had our feelings hurt they we've we've had trust broken and people have shown themselves not to be trustworthy so with that being said if we're doing that it goes back to us as spouses making sure that we communicate with each other and that we're listening to each other when we're saying hey this happened in my past I've dealt with a past relationship like this and I want you to be sensitive about this and you may have to walk me through this um, and be understanding. And that means if, if you have a, for example, let's do this. If you had a person that you come into a spouse that comes into a relationship and everybody they've been with has been late, they're, if they say they're going to do something, they're not there, guess what? You're going to have to show. Now, we're not saying that you're perfect, but you heard that. And then you make that change and you make sure that I'm not going to, I don't want you to think that I'm never going to make a mistake, but I'm going to be intentional about, I know that this bothers you because you've had dealt with so much pain in your past with people. They say they will be there and they don't show up. So if you say you're going to be somewhere with this person, you need to be there. And that's just with any relationship, but especially if someone is coming with you and they've said, we've communicated, we've had, I've had past hurt and it's made me not trust the person because I can't trust your word because you're not keeping it. You know, some people have had fathers that say or mothers that say, I'll be there to pick you up and never pick them up. So now you're in a relationship with somebody and they're saying, I'll be there to do such and such and you don't do it. 
you have to not only be listening and communicating, but you have to have the actions to follow. If yeah. that makes any sense. That makes a lot of sense. And you you know, and so yeah, that that bad relationships can mm-hmm. can cause uh, you to have an insecurity yeah. mm-hmm. about clicking with somebody mm-hmm. in your marriage. And so that's why as married couples, it's good to hook up with other married couples. It's mm-hmm. good to hook up with other, other people. But you, you want to be careful about that because you who you hook yourself up with as far as a couple that can inf- that can that can impact how you all communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, say how you all connect because that person, you know, the, the, the thing is, got iron shoppers iron. Yes, mm-hmm. it's good to have somebody who, that's greater than you in marriage mm-hmm. uh, that can pour into you and connect with you and things of that nature. And greater, we're not and saying that they're, they're, they're better than you. Better, but I'm saying they've been, they've been married been longer. The game a little bit. <clears throat> they've been in the game longer. <laughs> <clears throat> they've been married longer. Mm-hmm. They got experience with raising kids. And just yeah. finances they they didn't they, they they've walked the walk you're going right you know and they can they they can let you know hey don't go that way i did I that. that i way. would recommend that <laughs> and so you you got to open yourself up to that but you want to make sure of this and i'm gonna tell you this yeah make sure that you that you get with people that that's gonna that's gonna be your secure you know that's gonna secure you and that's someone who's gonna support you no matter what and so man you know it doesn't matter um, I remember I heard, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember I heard um, uh, a young lady say this one time, and it ble- it, it tripped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she was talking about she was talking about uh, what she I think she was talking about. She said uh, um, about friends talking about each other or whatever. And so she said, and you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you about a story that my grandfather said. My grandfather, this is a story about my grandfather. My grandfather uh, heard this young lady come tell my mother up in the house that somebody was talking about him talking about her mm-hmm. and so my, my grandfather overheard what she said uh to my mom said so and so said this about you telling everything that the lady said about her like a reporter going back and mm-hmm. telling my mom what she said and so my grandfather you know with the sixth grade education sixth grade education operating the prophetic he said he said ma'am i heard you tell my daughter everything that 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 she said to, to about my daughter what did you say when she was talking about what did you say when my when this lady was talking about my daughter and then before the lady can explain what she said my grandfather cut her off and said if a dog got to take a bone he got to bring one back mm-hmm. now so you know what that means that means that if she's bringing the bone of the gossip to my mama she gonna go back and tell the lady what right. my mom said yeah. so you're gonna go back and bury this and, and, and do the same thing so so what, what i'm saying what i'm saying is this and then my my, my, my co-worker who i told the story to mm-hmm. she said shoot she, what she said she said she said well actually i'm i'm a, I'm, I'm like i'm focused on why didn't you defend me when she was talking about me, why didn't you defend me? And I think that's what your grandfather yeah, yeah, was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, why did why didn't you defend why didn't you defend me in that moment? Right. And so you gotta have people that's in your good. life that's gonna defend you even when it it, it looks like you did something. Right. Because people when when people talk about you, you I want that person who's my friend to defend me and say, wait a minute, that ain't yeah. Dennis. Yeah. That ain't Dennis Alani. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But if you're joining in with the the gossip and you're you're, you're degrading me and you're putting me down based on what's what another person said about me we're not friends oh yeah yeah i've had people say that about <coughs> certain people and i'm like i'm like you must don't know them exactly because i'm like that's not the if, if I, in fact that's 
the person mm-hmm. you want to pray for you. Why right. you talking about them? I right. was like, uh-uh, no, yeah. you don't know this person. And I will let them, I cut them off right then. Because like you said, mm-hmm. you want somebody to do that for you. Right. If they talking about, oh, Dennis did this, or Lonnie did, oh, no, you don't, you must don't know them. And and I would want somebody to defend me on that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you want somebody to defend your honor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if it caused them to have a, 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 a dishonor, mm-hmm. you want somebody to defend your honor because they know you. They're willing to do that because mm-hmm. why? They love you. I think too when I see someone does does when someone does that, um, when they defend somebody's honor, um, or you know vice versa. For example, if I'm defending somebody's honor, I think people have a respect for you now because they're like, first of all, you're not a gossiper. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you're gonna defend your friend, and they, I will hope third that they know that if somebody says something about them, that I would defend them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want that to be infused in our relationship that. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, this person is not one of those people that's going to carry back a bone and they're not carrying bones. You know, back when she said something, that's childish. That is that is so elementary. And we have to grow up as yeah, individuals. But because of past hurts, um, we can react like first and second graders in our marriages. Yes. When it comes to those, when those things come up in our marriage, we don't know when we're, we might not deal with them when we're dating, but it's something about once you get married, things get magnified and you're like, and if somebody says something and it triggers you and you go back to that fourth grade person or that 10th grade person and you react and respond like that. And that's when those are the times, great times, once emotions have died down to talk about, hey, why did you act like that? What's going on? Why was it such a resistance? Why did you, 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 um, you know, kind of come at me like that? And that's where you have to be honest. Now, we're talking about communication, but you have to be honest. If your spouse comes to you and notices that, I notice when we talk about this issue, you, you kind of go off. You, you're not yourself. This is an opportunity not to say, oh, nothing. Because you're not being fair to your spouse without with not being authentic and real and transparent and opening up and saying, hey, I'm having these issues with this. Let's talk about it. And, and another thing, too, when you're dealing with a relationship, when you're dealing with a, in a, in relationships, it's very key to, you know, you got to build trust. It takes time. It does. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you got to build trust with people um, because just because you hit it off with a person don't mean that that, that that's, that's a relationship there yet. Right, right. It take relationship takes time. You gotta take the time, and we're learning. Oh boy, we're learning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It takes time to build great, solid relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, see, because you got to get to know people yeah. and who they are and, and, and what they're about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the thing is, you know, you know, like my like my wife said, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put a spin on this. The the thing is. When you're growing a relationship, sorry, when you're growing a relationship, when you go in a relationship, you're gonna hit bumps in the road. You're gonna disagree. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. to me, I'm gonna be honest with you. If I'm in a relationship, if I'm in a relationship with you, and we don't disagree, then mm-hmm. you know we're not true. We're not true. We're not growing, growing anywhere because we're, I'm gonna disagree with you. But this is the thing about mm-hmm. disagreement. Disagreement doesn't doesn't separate the relationship. No, it doesn't. It brings you closer. Yeah, it does. If you disagree with something on me and we talk about it then it should separate or if i if i offend you or so mm-hmm. i do something to bother you if you tell me to bother you then it shouldn't separate the mm-hmm. friendship mm-hmm. if it separates the, the friendship then it's not it wasn't a, it, it wasn't a relationship a it wasn't a relationship right. because a relationship it still should be something it should the course this is like when me and my wife we've had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thousands of disagreements <laughs> but it hasn't separated our relationship mm-hmm. 
for our marriage because we have something firm, but we know what the ultimate goals are. And so if you get, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> if you get in a situation where you are, if there's, if there's, you, you're in charter waters and you're bumping, you're bumping each other and you're bumping in a row and you hit the bump, you say, oh, okay, man, yeah, we're good. As long as you stay in the course in that, in that, in that, in that water of that relationship, mm-hmm. then it's going to be all right. But if, if I do something that offends you mm-hmm. and, 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 and if we don't bounce back, the, the relationship wasn't going anywhere in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and that's what the, the baggage come in. It's all about growth. So it's something, it's something that maybe it's, it's a, it's a, it's a place where we got to grow. We got to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to, you know, it's something in our past that's causing us to not grow in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's something that's causing us to not really click because, you know, relationships are meant to grow. Some are meant not to grow. Some some are in your reason. Some are in your life for a reason and some for a season. So you got to look at which ones that God wants you to hold on to and grow. Or maybe we were just, we just, we just, okay, we okay where we at. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have relationships and say, to be at a distance and say, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Those, those relationships are fine yeah. because you don't want to, that's something that, that, that's meant to be. That distance relationship is meant to be. But if I, if, if, if but if we're, if, if we're supposed to be together and we're supposed to grow together. Let's grow that thing together. Yeah. You know, let's, let's grow that thing. Let's grow that thing together. I mean, Jesus was big on relationships. Yeah, he's very big. He had 12 disciples, 12 misfits mm-hmm. that he poured into, including Judas, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and different personalities, different, they had issues. They had, one was a tax collector, another one was a thief, another one, uh, two, two of them were, were uh, mama's boys. That's yeah, the Sons of Thunder. They were mama's boys. You had, you, you, you had, you had some, some politicians in there. You had a doctor in there. All these egos and personalities. But yet, God said, I, Jesus said, I still want you to be a fisherman, fisher of men with me. You know, so, you know, the, but it was, he was all about relationships. So then he had his core. He had Peter, James, and John. Everybody's not going to be your Peter, James, and John. Let me say that again. Everybody's not going to be your Peter, James, and John. To get to the level where you're on the core team, the Peter, James, and John, that takes time. Yeah. That takes time to get there. You know what I'm saying? And Peter and, G, and Jesus knew about them sons of thunder. He knew about, the, he knew the, he knew about James and John. They were sons of thunder. They they were, you know, they were sons of thunder. They they were they were mama's boys. They wanted they they were quick to set off some stuff. But but God loved, he loves their zeal their, their, their zeal. Mm-hmm. Just like with, with Peter, he loved his zeal. Mm-hmm. And he can deal with that. So he 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 had that core that he can pour into to settle down a little bit, but yeah, he knew that commitment. I'll take a zealous person, a person full of zeal in a minute, because a person full of zeal, they they may be all over the place, but they are committed to what the zeal is from they are committed to that thing they got they got they are fired up but they are they once you get them committed then they're gonna commit they're gonna commit to you to the end i mean of course peter ended up denying jesus you know he denied jesus but but at the but at the end of that jesus came back for him he came back for him and he reminded he reminded him of his call three times he said when you live when you feed my sheep when you feed my sheep Phileo love, agape love. He told he, he 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 said, "Feed my sheep." He came back for him because he knew because he, he knew Peter had the stuff. Mm-hmm. He knew Peter had a commitment, and that's why we got to be our relationships. And some people just got to say, you know what? Let's I'm gonna I'm pursue this relationship. I'm gonna do that, and, and that's how you got to be in your marriage. You got to be like I'm pursuing, I'm in it to win it. But then the people you put around you is gonna make your marriage better. Yeah. 
That's so good. It's community. It's definitely. It's all about community. community. It takes a village, baby. It takes yeah. a village. It yeah. takes a village. You can't do life alone. You can't do it by yourself. You yeah. need people around you to make you better. Relationships are key, and um, and that's the thing. I believe God heals us from the broken ones that we've had in the past. He heals us, but yeah. you have to be willing to want to be healed from that. Mm-hmm. You could either, I mean, that's what we talked about when we were doing our sermon about it. Um, we had all these bags, yeah. and um, you can accessorize things and make them identify. What well, I've had bad relationships. My mother had bad relationships. My grandmother had bad relationships. So my relationships are going to be bad. You've claimed, to, you've claimed the baggage of bad relationships. And until you just go and say, you know what, the buck stops here and say, you know what, from this point on, I'm not going to be in a bad relationship. You know, God is going to bless my relationships. I'm going to, you know, I look to him on who he placed in my life that are going to be life-giving. And and it's a change and it's letting go and not identifying with it, not taking it on as yours. I remember when one of the bags, like we tied them on and it was one that I tied on so tight that it took my husband to help me get it off because I had gotten, it had intertwined so much in depth with me. I don't know which one it was, whatever the situation, if it was rejection or insecurity, it was a part of me. That's who I am. That's my makeup. That's who I'm going to always be live with it. I had allowed it to match and accessorize with everything that I wore. I could be putting on whatever, but this was going to be something that I constant, it was a constant in my life. And it took for my husband to help through communication, through love, through listening ears, through therapy, whatever the case is to help me navigate through it and to loosen that. And that's where it comes in with your relationships with, if if it's marital or with, uh, or with the, um, Uh, a friend or whoever that may be they may be used to help you get loose and get free from these relationship baggage problems that have tried to plague you over the years and um and be helpful to bring in healthy relationships so that way you can grow and be the best you because like honey was saying god is so much about relationships we cannot do life alone and we can't allow these bad relationships to just to, to, to dictate the rest of our life that this is just how it was with my mother mm-hmm. she never could keep a man um, you know she has had three di- you know I'm not saying this is my situation I'm saying this is an example my mother's had three husbands my grandmother had five husbands so I guess I'm gonna have two or three you know I'm, I'm working through my husbands you know that's not don't 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 pick up those bad things that you know your your mothers and your grandmothers and the great grandmothers they didn't want to be in that that doesn't mean you have to be in it so yeah that's good that's good you and you know and and don't and don't lay don't lay claim to the biggest the biggest relationship killer i see mm-hmm. in marriages is i mean not marriages but i'm gonna say that's me but the biggest relationship the bi- biggest relationship killer i see in relationships it's fear mm-hmm. and all of us have a certain it's a risk to get to know somebody oh yeah it's a risk to get to know it's a risk because you're putting yourself out there because you're being vulnerable when you're being vulnerable you are setting yourself up for hurt for hurt yeah. because you're taking a chance on a relationship and saying i want to get to know that person yeah. so so when you get married you, you're 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 growing into you're growing in vulnerability with each other but the beautiful thing is God is gonna when you when you allow God in it and you you keep him in it, he will cause your vulnerability to be a strength to make you make you one. 
but then when you're married and you're you're trying to form other relationships with other other people other married couples you're being vulnerable now it's things in your marriage that you're working through mm-hmm. that you're getting through and the biggest thing about uh about you know when you do that you are opening yourself up you open your marriage up to a, a potential relationship mm-hmm. and so you're you open yourself up to to be hurt but the thing is i want you to know this notice no 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 i'm gonna gonna say two things when the relationship comes in your life always measure if it's if it's true if it's if it's if it's in your life for a reason or or is it for your life is is it is in your life for a reason or is it in your life for a season let me say that again measure the relationship and say is it in my life for a reason or is it for is it in my life for a season Mm -hmm. because you have seasonal relationships and so and so and so and so so seasonal relationships are meant to be just there just for that season and it's okay it's okay to for that per, for that for that for that for that couple that you met or whatever to come in your life mm-hmm. to, to come in your life for that season it's okay for them to leave but you got to realize and say uh, another thing is the reason is like do, do, are we supposed to be friends for a long time mm-hmm. for a lifetime mm-hmm. are you that 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 ride or fly relationship yeah. you'll see through that's what the bible says the bible says brothers are born in adversity you know uh bro, brothers are born for adversity mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you, you got to realize adversity is going to define your relationships mm. adversity defines it. it it makes and breaks every single time me and my wife i tell you yeah. adversity always defines our relationships we know who's supposed to be in our life or in our life or was we don't supposed to be in our life or who's supposed to not be in our life yeah it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's going to it's going to dictate it's going to tell you you know uh related it's going to define or be a, a, an alert to let you know the, the relationship that's supposed to be in your life or not be in your life adversity adversity will tell you that mm-hmm. so don't be concerned don't be don't be afraid of friction because friction is supposed to define it. Friction is supposed to either make or break a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we just got, you, you have to be ready to, to deal with that. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be willing to deal with that, you know, so in, in, in relationships with other people and just growing and in, in your marriage too. In your marriage other as well. Because you're going to have friction. You're going to have conf- confrontation is not always bad. No, it's That's not. That's another thing. People think confrontation. You're so confrontational. You know what? I'd rather have some, I'm, I told, I just, we were just talking about this. I said, I would rather have somebody that's confrontational and that's let's get to the point about something than being passive aggressive. I just, you know, to me, I feel to me when you're passive aggressive, it's kind of like you throw the rock and hide your hand, that kind of thing, or you're one way in front of me and a different way behind me. I can't, I'd rather you just be very blunt with me. And it may be hard for me to swallow what you're saying, but I'd rather you confront me with it because then I, okay, now I can make the correction. But if I'm, I'm, I'm continuing, like there's something that's driving you up the wall that I'm doing, but I have no idea because you're making it seem like it's fine, mm-hmm. but you didn't confront me with it. So I'm going to continue to do that because I'm thinking it's fine. That's passive aggressive. Yeah. But if you are, if we call, we call ourselves friends or we say that we're building trust and building a relationship, and I know some people have been held, some people have been handled um, improperly. Yeah, of course. Through the church, through, uh, that's a whole nother baggage yeah. right there. Church hurt, um, 
relationships, marriages, all kinds of ways, parentals, all these things have been handled improperly. So it's hard for them to deal with confrontation. It's hard for them to deal with um, friction mm-hmm. because friction has always been attached to abuse or attached to something else. Right. So it's hard for them to do that. Or it's hard for some people, they can't deal with authoritative things in their relationship because they never had a father. Hmm, that's just dropping that nut. Yeah. So it's hard for me to deal with handling my husband asking me to do something when I never had a father Ooh. in my life. You know what I'm saying? I never had somebody that was, because you never had that voice. There's something about that man voice mm-hmm. that's going to shape up. I'm telling you, even with our kids, they know if daddy has to get involved, oh yeah, you definitely been called to the principal's office. This, they, they, there's no <laughs> there's no coming from that. You know what I'm saying? But it's that authoritative and that's the proper alignment that we have been really, really discussing month after month about that God has set for our marriages. Yep. Yep. He set for our marriages. And so, yeah, that's where we, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you we you, we just so in a nutshell, we just gonna we just we just we're just trying to tell you to, you know, don't allow your your don't don't allow your uh, you know your your insecurities to not grow in the relationship with people, but just allow God to be in the midst of it, and He will make it right. But like I said know the relationships are in for your life for a reason it's on for a season and be okay with that yeah be okay with that be okay yeah. with that wow time definitely flew today this was a great discussion about relationship baggage and just baggage claims and we hope that you were able to get a, a one morsel or a nugget from this i know it blessed me bless you babe it blessed me <laughs> So we we care to grow in our relationships as well and grow with each other. And we thank you once again for tuning in to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Be blessed. Be blessed.